What are the right. chances since Legoat is still playing that the Lakers win the championship this year? You can't call him Legoat on my podcast. The second best. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Sappy Jordan and a special guest here for episode 12 of Sappy Speaks. Um, we're going to give you guys a customer perspective of the hobby of sports cards. And um, here's a little introduction. All right, guys, this is one of our biggest customers, Ted Zarabi. And he's just going to give an outlook today on a perspective from a customer instead of more of you get from Joe and I, which is more of like a business aspect and outlook because we do this full time. He has a full-time job. Cards is kind of just like a hobby for him. So, Ted, would you like to introduce yourself and maybe give people like how you got into the hobby and just a little bit, a little bit about that? Sure. Thanks for having me on, boys. Um, like they said, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest customer. I'm just a consistent customer. Been around for a long time and doing grading and ripping and breaks and all that stuff. Yeah, for me, cards is really just more of a, a outlet. It's fun, stress relief. I'm not really in like a collector of a given team or player or anything like that. For me, it's more about um, I like to buy and sell. I like the the treasure hunt, if you will, um, finding a good hit, finding a good deal, grading it, trying to find value in places that you know other people might overlook. So that's kind of more why I'm into it. But you know, for me, it's not really a business. It's more like a side hustle sometimes it's side hustle sometimes it's just stress relief but it's in between those two things yeah i would say that uh he your favorite part of it is obviously ripping and like joining the breaks and the mystery of like being able to find that big hit um talk a little bit about like whenever you come and you you like have we come in the shop, do you have like, okay, I'm going to get a Panini one-in-one or I'm going to get this, or is it kind of just like you walk in and what happens happens? It, it's probably, maybe I go in with the mindset of the first part and then it mm-hmm. kind of devolves into the latter. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a funny thing. Cause like the hobby's gone nuts in the last few years. I mean, when I first started, I mean, I was big in the hobby, like before Jordan was born, like when I was a kid, in the yeah. early 90s, you know, I was actually pretty active. I did card shows all over California. I didn't think the Nationals even around yet. And I was used to have a big show at Cal Palace in San Francisco. TriStar used to be the main the main company that did all the big shows. Yeah. Um, so I was actually pretty active. You know, I was like a dealer back then when I was like 14. Um, and then I got out of it for a long time. And when I got back into it, um, you know, my game was to buy big lots and collections from people I'd find on like, you know, offer up and these websites and Craigslist. And I would just go meet people and buy their collections. And then I would look to find things like a grade. Um, and that was actually kind of a cool hustle for a while. I got into the, the, the opening kind of game. That was kind of like 2018 ish. And at that time, man, it was a hell of a lot cheaper to, uh, to, to buy and rip you know you could buy a box of prism for like 150 180 bucks um you know and and so you know you, it, it became pretty fun to complement the buying singles and grading them with ripping products and you know you could get a lot of value out of product back then so it was you know fun you could 
get the, get the silvers, get the golds, get the autos, basketball, football, whatever. Um, but once once COVID came around, like all bets were off, man. The industry just went nuts, and um, and it's kind of tapered off, I guess, a bit since then. But um, you know, it's a different different game now. You know, you can't really walk into a card shop and you know buy a case of Prism. You know, it's it's like you're you know you can buy a box, maybe two. Um, and you know, it used to be that you could open a box and you know, if you're, if you're on average, you're going to get like 60, 70% of your money back out of the box, good box. Maybe you double up, triple up bad box. Eh, you know, you get like 30, 40%. But I, nowadays you could drop, you could buy a box of prism and get spend $1,200 for box of football and get like 80 bucks out of it. You know, yeah. you could also get 20 K. Um, so I find like the extremes are so much higher now. Um, that it almost seems like like kind of buying to rip is a lot less common and it's more about like if you want to have a shot at the big value cards you got to get in a break um, and even that seems a little bit trickier now because a lot of these big breakers you know you do a case of we were just talking about panini one and one beautiful product but what's a case of that like ten thousand twelve thousand um mm. Like uh, nine 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 thousand five hundred ten thousand bucks. Yeah, range. so you're you know you're talking about a break that if you did random team on that, it's gonna be like three hundred and fifty bucks a spot. You might get nothing, you know. And Your so team is out of downtown without a time. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know, you get the Hawks, you're screwed. And so it's one of those things where I feel like it's just the hobby's kind of on the extremes now. Um, so you got to really pick and choose um, what you want to do. That was yeah. a long answer, but <laughs> no, no, I, I think that was a good answer. I think that you're right. I mean, um, wax is definitely way more expensive. It seems like wax, even though, like you said, it tapered off a little bit since 2020. Wax not so much as singles. I feel like no wax way. Has yeah. tapered off a little bit, but it, it doesn't correlate to me. Um, and like you were saying earlier, like what's a what's a let's say the Orlando Magic and a Panini one and one break is seven hundred bucks. Let's say seven hundred. More, more than that. More than that. Okay. For sure. Yeah. So more than that. If you hit Apollo Benchero two two patch RPA, you losing money, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, prob- probably losing money. Maybe yeah. a five hundred dollar card. I mean, maybe the first couple go over like right at a thousand, and then it definitely tapers off after that. So yeah, you, you gotta get a you gotta get a downtown. Or something big or a timeless, uh, or timeless. yeah that's why it's like the extremes you know yeah it's like a lot a lot of folks that are in the hobby now i think that are newer to it that weren't say in the hobby in 2018 mm-hmm. um like before things blew up they this is kind of all they know right but you know i can still remember i remember vividly in t- november 2019 um we had a show it was in uh, Louisville, I think, was this is even before the big shows were going on in Dallas, we were and and you know I had all kinds of stuff. That was the last show I set up at, selling my singles, trade and buying. You know, I sold a LeBron rookie uh, Topps Chrome Refractor PSA nine. I think I sold it for like four thousand. You know, at the peak, like like not long after that, that car was forty thousand. You know, and so it was something like as soon as people started getting that stimmy money and had a lot of time on their hands with COVID. It was like, whoop, everything. Was, I mean, you could buy. No to bet on. There was nothing. It was just cards. nothing. You could, you could buy a rookie prism PSA 10. Lucas were like 80 bucks. 
at that time. Yeah, I think those peaked. I think they peaked at like over over a thousand, yeah, two thousand. Yeah, Even LeBron, was, yeah, LeBron base PSA tens were like nine hundred dollars. It was crazy. First, and first now those are Laker back. Uniform. Yeah, first Laker uniform, Laker rookie, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it just it went insane. <laughs> yeah, whatever it um, takes to sell, man. It was, and so I think a lot of folks kind of got in, rode that momentum, you know, and now they're kind of just accustomed to, you know, box prices being way up here and having to get in breaks. Do you guys think we ever get back to the point where prison boxes are two or $300 each? No. Uh, me nah, personally, I don't I think do. so. I don't. I mean, prison draft picks, <laughs> those were like 50 to 100 bucks back then. Yeah. I, I feel like it. Bucks. It's gonna depend on like what happens with like Panini and with Tops, because mm-hmm. like, you know, if, if if those companies ever do sort their shit out and merge or something like that, and if you can start to have, you know, Panini products with like, you know, Jordan showing up or LeBron autos or things that like would really spice it up, um, you know, that that could make prices go way up. Yeah. But as long as there's a like a a pretty solid foundation of people breaking. And you can get into a prism case for a couple hundred bucks, like it's gonna it's gonna continue to sell. You know? Yeah. I think that everyday people like me who just like to rip were the ones who are gonna be hosed. Because it's gonna be tough to like walk into a shop and, you know, go nuts on on Prism because, you know, unless you're made of money, that's gonna be heavy. Right. But you can get into breaks and do that. That that game is gonna be pretty active, I suspect. Well, we're on that topic real quick. I was just at B Sports Cards, the other shop, and I was talking to um, Andrew. He, he runs Beast, and uh, we're seeing a change a little bit about cards coming back up right now and wax. Uh, and we're talking about how the whole Tops and Panini war is kind of hurting the end consumer because of no autos, obviously, with yep. CJ um bryce and Will Levis and no wimby autos right but i told him when we we're talking about it i was like have you ever seen prism draft picks basketball be this hot in your life and he's like never so this is my theory and this is what what i think is going to happen apparently prism has a new prism football or basketball has a new insert another new insert that's going to be crazy probably I think they're going to supplement the autos for these new or put more. Like, you know how Basketball Prism doesn't have Color Blast, doesn't have yeah, yeah. Manga. I think they're going to add stuff like that into these products because look at we looked at like Certified. We looked at Panini One Black. We looked at Mosaic, was which they put – he said they put a new like Prism insert in football or, yeah, football where it looks like it's one per case maybe – but like people the, were chasing it. The pictures, the like pictures, the close-ups. Yeah, 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 the close-ups pictures, and they're like they're like dots of like them. Dots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so what I was telling him was, I think Panini is going to supplement with a more like really like wanted in, like these inserts, like color blast, mangas, stained glass profiles, or whatever the case may be. And I feel like the price of wax is going to either stay the same as what it was last year with these better products or uh, be even more because of people wanting to chase all these inserts. Um, and the only person that's going to have an auto in football is Anthony Richardson. So I, what, what do you think about, like, 
I can already see it like what we're getting allocated the pri- allocation price and like secondary cost. Yeah, it's not that much cheaper than it was last year. Yeah, I think I think um, I think basketball. I feel like basketball, particularly like with just Wemby being, is going to kind of benefit in a way. Like I think what you described, you know, like I mean, Wemby. Um, I'll give you the perfect example, right? So you know, we've moved two of my cards on whatnot. Were both Wendy Venoms PSA tens, yes. right? And they both went like in the near area of two thousand. Um, I hit um, a few years ago Zion's Venom PSA ten um, and that product, and and I sold that at a time when it was still pretty hot, and it, it only went for like eleven hundred. So if you kind of put it in perspective, it's like well, that but, card for a guy like Wendy's way more valuable now. Um, and Zion had autographs in that product. So there were other things people were chasing. And also, I think cards were healthier during that time than they are now. Yeah. So, so it kind of speaks to that value. That, yeah, exactly. But um, so I, I think like, and, and you know, if they're going to put, if they're going to put color blasts in, in Prism, you know, it's like, you, then you probably got to like not do Spectra. Because the only reason why you don't yeah, expect that, that would maybe not color blast, it. but like I guarantee you they do something. I bet Manga would work, you know, something like that. Yeah, um, stained glass. You know, color wheel. They don't have that in basketball. Stained glass, like do something to supplement it. In select, in select, in select. That's right. Yeah. But see, um, I think that they're going to do that for each product. Select, prism, optic. I think is that a good thing or bad thing though? If they add a bunch of if they add a bunch of different, like if now Wen- uh, Wemby has double the amount of mangoes, I just feel like that's a lot more. Double, like Wait, to man. supplement the autos. I think you could have the draft and you can have the insert if they don't already have it. But like, what I don't, what I don't dig is like Obsidian had a color blast, the black one, and then you had the real color blast in Prism, but the premium for the real color blast was like five x, you know, yeah. over the yeah. Obsidian one. So. Like they had to be a little bit careful that they don't just like water it down too too much, but they don't have manga at all in for basketball. So Only except for draft, yeah. So if you put it into prism, that would be cool. That'd be a big hit. Yeah. You know, if you, I don't even know why we have Spectra. I would just get rid of Spectra and, and put those inserts into, or put Spectra back into Chronicles or something like that. Um, but football, though, I'm like I'm I'm still kind of skeptical about to be to be totally honest with you. Like I hear you, but like, you know. You can buy like Origins now on Penny's website for like two seventy five. I mean, it released at like three sixty, you know, yeah. and I think certified's like two nineteen, you know. So like a bunch of products are 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 down, and you know, even for me when I look at like certified or Origins, both of those I'm kind of like. But see, there's no inserts in those that you can pull. But it's also you're just hoping. it's just what are you gonna get? And it just kind of sucked. I mean, Anthony Richardson. <laughs> you're pretty much hoping for a Stroud numbered card that yeah, doesn't like a have Stroud numbered card. or an auto on it. If you hit like when, a Stroud of twenty five, that's gonna sell better than like an Anthony Richardson, probably RPA numbered at ninety nine. Pro- yeah, you're the, probably right. The other the other bummer, like just with the timing, is I feel like Puka's not in a ton of stuff. Um, in the He's same way, like Purdy, from, like Purdy from last year. Yeah, yeah. So some of these guys that could also uplift the product. So maybe like later, you know, like when Flawless and NT come out, if there are some of these other guys who have emerged, if they become, you know, pretty big in the product, maybe maybe that helps. But 
Uh, yeah, it's it's just got to be a little cheaper than last year. It just, it's just got to. I, mean. I, I think I, I think I should I agree with you that, but I think, and this is I don't know for a fact. I just think that them offsetting it with putting more rare insert cards in there or whatever is going to help the products sell. So, the big question is for like NT, you know, like. The card in NT is the RPA and the and the and the shield, right? Yeah. And so it's like they can they gotta... can make a non-auto logo man, can't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they they have a, they have a non-auto shield. Yeah, they're number but... five. NBA's gotten that. I'm not sure if they got five. that. They'll probably like milk that and, or like water that down. There's gonna probably I'm be sure a there'll five, be a bull or something. But it's just it's just kind of a drag, the right like CJ Stroud, non RPA. You know, it's like, know. like you know that, the NT that, one, yeah. You want NT see and flawless one. eminence? Those products are gonna are gonna have to kind of suffer a little bit. Immaculate, immaculate. Yeah. Mac yeah. this one too that I you know it had its moment like it was hot for a minute like a few years ago, but I kind of feel like it's it's like way behind those other three. Um, like it's a premium product, but it just like they haven't really made it a winner. I don't know. It's like yeah. Noir as a product, like kind of sucks, but they got sneaker spotlights in there and everybody wants sneaker spotlights. So it, it's the whole point of the product, mm-hmm. but Immaculate doesn't have, you know, everyone wants the RPA, everyone wants the shield and flawless, but like, what, what do you get out of Immaculate? Like, I guess there's a shield in there too, like a little teeny mm-hmm. one or an RPA, but it's just, their RPAs go for so much less that I, I don't, I don't, don't love Immaculate. It's not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that is true. One thing we I wanted to touch on, Ted, you actually talked about it earlier, is that you try and find ways to like make the money that maybe some other people don't. Did you yeah. want to like talk about that? Because you definitely do. Well, it's sure. I mean, I mean, if if you're going to get into breaks and stuff, you know that you're you're just you're hunting for hits, so you got to look for value. So. You know, sometimes, you know, it depends upon the, the format. You have to be very thoughtful about what format you're going to go into because if you don't necessarily know the the relative value of what you're buying, um, you know, you could very easily, you know, get smoked. So I'll give you an example. I won't say who, but there was a, a big break the other night on whatnot. Um, you know, it was like a 8K definitive, like very enticing, you know, like, oh, man. But the way it was structured was like you were bidding on the hit. So it was like all the purple RPAs out of 15, you get that. But like that's tough because I don't know the hit rate. I don't know the number of spots. So for me, I'm like not going to touch that because I I have no idea what I'm bidding on. So is 800 too much, 500 too much? Whereas if you're doing like for a while, the Niners were really cheap when Purdy was rookie. And like as he started to kind of emerge, you could get into breaks and still get still get that, you know. Like you can still get the Rams. This year you should be watching Rams because Puka's in there, and people may not be paying attention. And so if you can get Rams or PYT on the cheap, that might be worth that might be worth chasing. So on the break side, it's that. But if you're opening boxes up, that's much harder because you almost have to grade. Um, Because like we talked about, like you got to get the big hits, right? If you're not grading them, because if you grade PSA 10 still is in like the 1.5 to 2x, you know, raw value. Um, so if you're ripping a box of Prism or something or whatever it is, 
and you know you're you're hitting an auto or you're hitting a, a base card even if you get a good one, you're, you're not going to touch box value. But if you grade the card, you know, particularly if you're patient, 20 bucks, 40 bucks, 100 bucks, you could turn your $300 card into a $700 card. Now you're in the money. And so you got to be pretty active in that space. And then you got to find ways to, you know, to offload the small stuff, like through consigners. You know, there's lots of guys online that'll, I mean, I don't have time for that stuff. But if you, if you as a person have time to you know, package up the smaller cards and sell them, you got to sell them too. Unless you're made of money, then fair enough, then just throw them away. But it's like, it, it you know, it's pretty tough. And you see it now, like, it's almost like the companies have acknowledged it, like with the Breaker's Delight, you know, or HTA. A lot of these products have like only a few cards in them. I think part of that's like, makes the, makes the manufacturers pretty happy because most people don't even, what do they do with all this base? They just kind of throw it away. But, you know, the base does have value. And so if you can put the base online, like use ComC, use eBay, you, you can move that stuff and actually recoup some of your dough. And then if you do Bowman or, or that's your that's your bag, um, like you're kind of a long-termer. I mean, for a while, I was just, I was ripping like 16, 17, 18 Bowman. I get the autograph, whoever I knew, I would just throw the other stuff in a box. But then a few years later, I'm going through the box and then there's tons of dudes that are now coming up. Like, like in 19, like in 19, everyone was hot on Wander and Julio Rodriguez. That was like, those were the guys, Mm -hmm. but you know, in that very same product, you know, it's got like Corbin Carroll and, um, and um, and there's two or three other guys in there. And then what's that? Was Witt? Wit? No, he Witt's in twenty. He, so twenty twenty with Dominguez. Yeah, with Dominguez. But even that's it. Like Evan Carter's in that. You know, there's like several other dudes. Bobby Miller's in that. And so in like twenty seventeen, if you bought the Braves in a break, you were chasing was it Kevin Jordan White. Walker, maybe. Uh, Jordan Walker is in not nineteen. I think he's in twenty as well, actually. Okay. But the but like that's the point though, is right? Like you, these big guys, you almost don't want to like worry about them. So. You know, if, if people are selling paper base for cheap and a break like that, like a lot of these guys do a 10 case break and then you can buy the paper base. Like it's kind of worth your while because I mean, I, I've just graded like, I don't know, 30 Corbin Carroll 2019 Bowman paper. Right. And they sell PSA. They're pretty easy to get PSA 10s on. They sell for like 55, 60 bucks pop. So I'm into I'm 20 bucks to grade them. It's it's a card that if I sell abroad, I'd probably get like I don't know, eight, seven, eight bucks for. But if I turn them into tens, I'm getting fifty, sixty bucks for them. And so you just gotta kinda look across the universe. And then sometimes they, they'll surprise you. Like, who the hell is Colt Keith? Like I don't I don't follow baseball that closely, but I had like three of his twenty twenty autographs and I'm just going through them and they were like two hundred dollars. I'm like, Oh, nice. Okay, let's sell these. You know, so if that's your bag, you can buy and hold and and um play the long game with it the bowman chrome prospect game man you gotta be patient though yeah you never know pitchers and catchers though you can throw them away they're not maybe adley adley uh, ethan solace is a catcher too so now i'm kind of like i don't know wait was carter a catcher evan carter no he's an outfielder oh okay um do you have a favorite product ted like you look forward to this product coming out every year? Um, man, I don't know. Like, I, I used to really like to rip Absolute. 
um, because you know you got the, the 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 patch autos and the kabooms. So I I like that hunt, but then now it's just so so expensive. It's like less fun. To be totally honest with you, my my favorite product is to rip rip. Um, I probably like. Uh, this is going to sound lame. Everyone's going to turn off that the podcast, but I like, uh, you know, like Chronicles baseball. It's like a hundred bucks, 120 bucks a box. You get like nice hits in it. I like optic baseball because they got hot boxes. So you can get like five autos, six autos are all hits. Um, I like, um, I like optic football. Um, cause you got the downtown chase and the colors and autos, but you know, Really, for me, if it's just a rip, I like stuff that's got lots of stuff in it and isn't gonna isn't gonna crush your your wallet. So I'm keen on that stuff. You know, I used to really dig like one and one. You know, um, select. I like that. They got the zebra. You got the you know the, the the various insert hits, the gold, the auto. It's just that you know when you got a product that's like a thousand bucks or twelve hundred bucks a box, and you know you could easily get nothing like man that is such a gut punch when you open that you know mm-hmm. you open that box for a grand and you're like you know hey, I, I think remember you and i joe we, we did like three boxes of it, it 2021 panini one we had three boxes of that yeah so it was trevor lawrence here it was like first box was like brian dawkins i'm like oh no you know, oh my God. Second yeah. box was like, I don't know, some other lineman. It was just like, what is, why is, and then we ended up getting a T Law RPA in the last box. So we kind of got, we kind of got out of it. But it was yeah. just like, you just like, ugh, you know, so. To, it, I felt like we had to keep going until we got, I was like, there's no way that they. It's getting ugly, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think that that's kind of the, the part that, for me, for me, some people might dig that, you know, big, I mean, big, big, uh, big, big gamble, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't love that. I think the big gambles are always fun, but they're very, they'll give you a lot of anxiety. But I think the oh, yeah. why you like those products is because of what you were talking about before, how you will like hustle to like get your last dollar out of it. To where yeah. most, well, most uh, people in the hobby, especially newer people, don't know to do what you do. And I think that this is very informative for them and beneficial for them to hear somebody that does it on the daily. And you use, and you don't even do it yourself. You outsource it to others, other people. And so yeah. I think that that's why you like those lesser products. And I totally understand that because you're getting, you're, you're probably making money on those boxes way more than you are on the, on the other stuff, the more expensive stuff. Although yeah, I mean, you know, you, decent run here lately, it seems like. You, you, yeah, you can hit, you can hit big stuff, you know, and it kind of buys you a lot of wiggle room, you know, so. I've hit a couple of pretty big monster cards recently um, and they'll buy you quite a bit of runway, but you know, on the average box of Chronicles baseball, you know, you're going to get three autos, a couple of patch hits, um, several numbered cards. Um, are, are you going to get a card that's worth like, I mean, you're not even going to get a card that's worth $500. Not, it, you're lucky if you get some worth a couple hundred, but you're going to grind out of every box, like 60 to 70 bucks minimum. And in a good box, you're going to make like two, two twenty-five, and it's fun to open. So that to me is pretty good value. Um, you know, granted, I'm going to go open a box of one and one at some point, and probably going to get smoked, um, no, which should be no, lame. Down, down. <laughs> but maybe it'll be that box. I remember when 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 Panini one and one first came out. So this is a few, a couple years ago. I think this is the third year they've had it now. Um, I, I went. 
and I bought two boxes. They were at the time they were like 380 or 400. Um, I remember being like, damn. And I was, I was pissed because I got the same card in both boxes. Uh, it was a, it was a, um, it was, a, but you know what? It, but I ended up making a lot of money though. Cause it was, um, they were both a timeless moment and it was, um, uh, what's his name? Zach Levine from the bulls. So I got two Zach Levine timeless, timeless moments. Now I didn't know what the hell a timeless moment was. So I just thought that was just like a regular auto. And I was like, you kidding me? I got two Zach Levine autos and I spent $800. I was, I was out of my mind pissed, but then I think I sold them for like, I don't know, 12 or 300 bucks combined. So, you know, you can do, you can do well, but you know, buyer beware. It's a, you know, certain products have a, a lower, a lower um, ceiling in terms of value, but a much higher floor. And so, you know, that, that can be a good neighborhood, but some folks really dig to have low floor, but like very high ceiling. And, mm-hmm. and that stuff hits, man. Like I've seen in your shop, I've seen NFL shields get hit, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest card that I've ever hit. Um, well, I've hit, I hit biggest card I ever hit like value at the time was in your shop. I hit that Lamello prism gold, gold rookie, yeah. you know, biggest card I ever hit at the time. Biggest card yeah, I ever man, hit. The, the oh man. That was crazy. Um, put the security footage up on the, uh, <laughs> on the podcast, but you know, then, but years ago I, I hit a NBA finals logo, man, Steph Curry yeah, at opulence, you know? And so that's probably the biggest card of relative value. Um, and so, man, they're there. They do come up. Um, they're rare. And so, but, um, man, you could, you could, you could chase to your blue in the face and not ever see one though. So that's the other part of it. One thing you do do that is different than a lot of people, I feel like you kind of go after some, like you were talking about the Chronicles baseball, the Optic baseball. It's kind of like, I don't want to say like weird products. It's just like the oddball products. It's like like pickleball. Like we opened pickleball and it was fun. We got Drew, not, we got a Drew yeah. Brees auto, which we didn't know what the heck we were to expect. But I, think, I do think it's fun. Do you think there's any products that you would consider like underrated that like – people kind of sleep on that you besides chronicles baseball like that you just said um it's tough i think um i think leaf uh what's it leaf trinity baseball mm-hmm. um is a pretty slick product because you know the there's usually really good prospects in there but the the big selling point is that the patches and that are, are insane you know so the cards just really look nice so when you buy it for like 150 bucks, you know, there's actually some real value there um, as a product. You know, it's a real nice card. Um, it, but the only, the, but then, you know, the downside to a lot of leaf stuff is, it, man, it just does not carry the same premium. The secondary market's not, but no. they are sick cards. I, I've seen you obviously open a bunch of the Leaf Trinity Baseball and just the patches, like you said, are ridiculous. Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful product. I think that um, in Topps Inception Baseball, is a pretty good value too. Um, well, I wouldn't go that far. It came out today. Yeah, it's got nice. It's got really nice looking cards in it. So the patches are really nice. The only the only thing that's tough about that product is that it's a pretty big checklist. So mm-hmm. you know you you're gonna get like four ish um, rookie patch autos in a box um, or in a case. Excuse me. Um, 
but the, the checklist is so big that you know it's not like you're going to see Adley or Gunner, those guys. There could be the, the first box open. The guy hit an Adley RPA here. I know, I know what case not to go touch now. Um, but that's right, that that's, was that was the last case. <laughs> that was the other case. Yeah, um, I think Sterling's a pretty good product too. Bowman Sterling, um, five autos um, for the price point. It's not bad. Um, and then you can get, you know, you can get vets in there and it's got the tech stuff and gold and other colors. But, um, you know, apart from that, like when it comes to the other products, it's, it's all pretty straightforward. I mean, you know, for basketball, like there's no point from my vantage point, take it for this, like, you know, these products like flux illusions, that stuff is just trash. I mean, you know, basketball, it's prism select, um, I'm kind of partial. I like the choice stuff, you know, and the Asia stuff too. Um, but he, you know, that used to kind of be like the, like the sweet, the sweet one. Like I really like Don Russ choice basketball um, because, you know, for the price, it was generally cheaper than optic. You get two autos in the box and the hit rate I would find at least on next day autos was way higher in choice than in than in hobby Mm -hmm. and so you know you could open up six or eight choice boxes you might get like two next days um whereas that you might not even get one in a case you know of uh of hobby so that's always a good product but you know again like like anything people start wise to all that and then it kind of and so you know when it was like 225 it was like oh my god this is the greatest thing ever Um, not anymore before we wrap it up i know you like to Say you're not a fan of any team, but you are a fan of one team. What are the right. chances, since Le Goat is still playing, that the Lakers win the championship this year? You can't call him Le Goat on my cast, my podcast. <laughs> He's definitely Le, not Le Goat. The best. Le Goat of all time. The <laughs> second best. <laughs> um, I love the Lakers. Um, ever since I was a kid, you know, I grew up in Los Angeles, so that, they're my team. I think it's very low chance that they win the win the title. I mean, they got a they got a solid roster. They made they took a run at it last year. You know, it's just that you know they're old man, and they've got um, there's so many other teams in the I feel league. Like only now. LeBron, only LeBron's really the old player. Like who, no one else is really that old. He he's old. He's old and AD's old in spirit. You know, and so you know, I just I think that they're. They they could you never know I mean they could catch fire and like just get on a run and and do it but I just you know you look at them and you're like man how are you gonna get through the Nuggets you know look at what happened last year right they 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 had this all this momentum and they just got run over and so did they, did they sweep them they swept them but the game was closed them, yeah. Yeah. you know yeah, yeah sure. I, I yeah, just seems like there's up, lots the of teams, game, young teams kind of coming up. Even the Kings look pretty good now. So did I hope they, they do, the wrong, man. Did they trade the wrong point guard? Say what? Did the Kings trade the wrong point guard? Oh, with Halliburton? Yeah. Halliburton is a Yeah. Beast. Yeah, he's I mean, he's pretty nasty. Base Sabonis is a stud, too, though. I think he has a better year than Fox. Oh, I think Halliburton's think probably the starting point guard in the All Star game. Double, uh, two days ago or yesterday? No, two days ago. He probably, yeah. Yeah, he probably doesn't different. get too many rebounds. Yeah, he does. It's that. hard to say though. I mean, there's not like there's a team. I mean, there's lots of good teams. Celtics are a good team. Nuggets, Nuggets are, are a solid team. You know, uh, Sixers are a solid team. There's lots of good teams. Mm-hmm. Even the Mavericks have looked pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, I, I, it seems like it's the Nuggets to lose. I read the other day, Jokic leads the NBA in points, rebounds, and assists, like total. That's I guess I'm saying. Well, he's the best player in the NBA right now. Put leading in all three is crazy. He's leading in points? Like total points. Not, Not points per game. per game. I know, but still. Yep. Does he have like more games than everybody? I think he averages around like 25 to 30 in that range. That's weird to me that he has the most points, but people are it's averaging. probably 60. just temporary. Temporary. Probably. I'm yeah. sure. That was, it was a that day stat. Oh, that's, but he's that good. I think he's the best player in the NBA, in my opinion. Right yeah, now, man. But yeah, you're right. There's a lot of other good teams. Um, but the but Lakers you, may win you, the in-season tournament. Mm-hmm. You said that craziness the other day, though. What was that, a couple months ago? What did you say? You said Joe Kick was, was like better. It was like top three all time or something like that. He said top, top five him. center all time. I said he's he. I think he will. He could end up being, and at that, and I still think that because of what he does. Like he just said the stat that probably none of those centers had assists, rebounds, and points. Oh, he could he could absolutely go down. As like one of the greats, if not MVPs, the great, right? Two MVPs yeah. and one championship. Final, yeah, final MVP, one final ring now, and that yeah. team is going to be. I, I think he's just getting started, but he was a rookie in sixteen or fifteen, I think. He was fifteen. Fifteen. He was the last pick of the draft. Um, he's been I think. in the league, so it's kind of he's getting his prime. Definitely, like he's been in the. He was the last pick in the draft. I be, I think he. I know he was a second round pick. I think he was the last pick. Uh so same thing like Brock Purdy, but we're in twenty three, and he just won his first championship, and that was I LeBron. Think, also I, I, think LeBron he'll more, I think he'll get more than one. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a stud, man. I mean, it, particularly if you team him up, I mean, he's got a solid system around him. But like, I don't know, you, you see a guy like Luca partner with him, holy smokes, it would be. be hopefully, it'd be here in Dallas and not in Denver. Yeah, come to Dallas. They don't need to stay in Denver. Good luck, dude. How do you guys feel about Cuban selling off the team? Is that good or bad news? I mean, if I were him, I would have probably – he bought it for 300 what? 285 $285 million and sold it for $3.1 billion. $3.8 so like, billion. He's rich. He doesn't have to do anything the rest of his life. He can relax well, He already didn't have to do anything for the rest of his life, but he still gets to run the team, right? Like he literally is, he sold the I team so. and now still makes all yeah, the decisions. Like it's all it's all it's still his power. So I I really don't understand what the benefit of that. I guess just he he he's making the team more relevant and, and worth more money. Like why would you not want him running it? I guess right. I suppose. Yeah. I'm just so. curious to see how how things play out. I mean, um, some people are saying he's trying to run for president. There was a report also that he just wants to hang out with his kids before they move out. He he got out of Shark Tank, too, is what I heard, too. And so, like, he's, like, less and less responsibilities to maybe do something big or, like he said, spend time with his family and stuff. Um, But, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. All I know is when the Cowboys don't win the uh, Super Bowl, I can uh, bust Jordan's chops about that a little bit. (laughs) I don't think he said – I don't think he said once this season, unless I'm wrong, that the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl. I, I've said all along the Niners are better, and I think they beat us. He rides the highs like ridiculously, and he rides the lows ridiculously. And I think all year that, since that, the that Niners game, like all Cowboys fans so. since the Niners game, I have not said we were doing anything this year. Yeah, but I mean, 
Y'all got hope. They're, 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 Dak is. We're going to smoke the Eagles this week. Or two for MVP. Um, do you really think y'all are going to smoke them? No, but I think we beat them. Yeah, at home. Y'all yeah. haven't lost at home yet, right? No, nah, we haven't lost since like week three of last year at home. Yeah, so it'll be a good game. I, I wanted to get one more uh, question in real quick, Ted, before you talk. Yeah, off. what's just up? Like, what kind of advice would you give somebody that's coming in? to? So we've given our uh, our advice on this side of the table. What kind of advice from that side of the table would you give a collector that's coming in or just started doing this and trying to figure out, like, you know, and I know there's two different type of collectors, right? There's a collector that PCs and then there's a collector that flips and then there's people in between, right? So what kind of advice yeah, would you yeah. just give to, let's just say a guy is watching this and was like, okay, he rips a lot. Um, he doesn't seem to collect as much, but just wanted to get, get your advice for, for them on that. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff to say about that. I mean, one would be um, know your limits. So, you know, this is an expensive hobby. So kind of know know what you're buying and why you're buying it um, and, you know, what, what it is you're pursuing. You know, two would be if you're flipping, flip. So, like, you know, know your outlets, where you're going to sell. Um, you know, work with people that are trustworthy, like Sappy here. Um, and... You know, don't don't kind of get stuck holding on to stuff if you if you don't want it. Um, but also in the same in the same way, don't rush to sell either. Um, meaning, you know, there there definitely is momentum in the hobby. Players that do well, you know, their cards can run on a high. Um, and so, being thoughtful about when you sell stuff is is also important. I'm like the worst with that, just because I just like to turn and burn, so I don't, I don't even know. think about it. I I don't. I think you're actually good at that because you don't think about it. Like you don't lose as much. Like you always hit that, like those Wimbies. I don't think they're, I don't know. Like they could stay at that. They could go a little bit more, but I think you did really well with that. And I think you're good about not having a connection with like, like it's not like a, a, a PC card of yours. There's no like, overthinking with the way that. he does There's it. There's no overthinking it for you. You just burn and turn. Um, yep. And, but that's my that's for me that's kind of why what i'm doing you know you. it works for you yeah, yeah. there are, but it, you know but if you if you're trying to find value and buy and hold and sell and time the market and all that kind of stuff then you know do that and and be thoughtful about it and you know don't necessarily jump like give you so my kind of like warning examples of that is like i had some insane otani stuff insane you know that i sold um got injured, was taking a long time to come back from injury. I was just kind of annoyed. So I'm like, I forget. I just sold it. I got like an orange batting Bowman Chrome auto rookie BGS true gem, you know, like nasty, you know, probably like 50 grand now. Um, And so this guy got rubbed in. So, so, so in those situations, it's like, look, if you don't have to sell the card and you're not really a churn and burn kind of person, don't, you know, like take your time with it. Um, and we, you know, you and I, Joe, talked about Purdy just the other day. Like, if you would have sold, you know, your big Purdy's kind of at the third loss, you'd probably be down like 30, 40 percent. Whereas now he's like an MVP top guy. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're cooking. So you got to kind of ride the wave um, if you can. So I would just tell people to be mindful about what you're doing. Um, 
know your budget and uh, pursue that. You know, if you if you love a certain player or collecting, then do that. You know, don't don't get caught up in the stuff and and definitely with breaking a lot of these breakers that do this stuff online, repacks, all this kind of stuff you see, like um, do your own research. So like if you go on to like whatnot, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to rip on any particular breakers, but you know who the big dogs are. Like everything that gets hit is like the greatest card ever. Oh my God, you've been paid. You're in the money, this and that. And nine out of 10 times, that's nonsense. So don't don't get too sucked into the hype. Like, you know, build your own hype because you know what's going on. Look at what things sell for. It's it's all there. You know, like it's all there. You can hop onto Alts and eBay. You can do anything. You can get all the info. So I think that's some really good advice. Um, and people should know what they're getting into. I think a lot of people don't do the research and kind of want it handed to them. And so whenever they do join those type of breaks and they think they made a million dollar hit and it turns out to be a ten dollar card, they should just know to do their research and not buy into the hype so much. What's crazy on that? I can't. I, I it it never ceases to amaze me because I'll be like in some of these breaks and you know guys are like, oh that card is like five thousand at least, you know. And then I'm like, nah, that card is like six hundred, you know. And then but you see people get roasted that like try to you know kind of like chime in because everyone's like no you're just negative energy this and that it's like all right good luck well, with that dude <laughs> you can see on their card ladder just pull it up or ebay pull or it right up yeah but thank you so much man i we really appreciate you guys you coming on uh it was a great podcast with you good information for all of our customers out there uh we appreciate you taking the time that was episode 12 we had uh our special guest ted on gave a bunch of good information for all collectors out there all sorts of collectors if you like to rip if you like to buy singles and flip all kinds of stuff we really hope that you enjoyed all that you watch and continue to watch our podcast also if you guys are new here, check out our bio. It has our link tree with all of our social medias, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, whatnot, YouTube, Twitter, everything. If you guys are new, please drop a like and a sub, and we appreciate you watching, and we will catch you in the next one.